thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not trying to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. We're connecting on today with what we said in the previous episode. So go back and watch it. And uh, we're just having a good time around this word. I thank God for the word. Amen. We've been talking about a thing uh, that two things coupled together, really. The will of God that has to be coupled with the ways of God. That God has, a, he, he has his will outlined in his word, but also outlined in his word is the ways of how to arrive at his will. God intends that we get results every time we pray. Every time we release our faith, we should be getting results. And it's not okay, and it shouldn't be okay with us that we're okay if we don't receive because God intends that we receive. Amen. So if we aren't getting results, that's an invitation to come up into greater knowledge. There's, it's always on our end, never on God's end. If we're not getting the results that his word has made ours. Amen. So, uh, it's, it's something, it's, something doesn't just happen because it's the will of God. It's not automatic. All the things that belong to us in Christ, healing, prosperity, peace, joy, victory, success, all these things that belong to us in Christ do not fall on us automatically. We have to bring our cooperation with the will of God. And that is we have to take his ways of getting there. So faith is not just about knowing the will of God, but it's also we must discover the ways of God. And then we have to take those ways. We can't just hold to our own natural carnal ways of operating and then expect to arrive at God's best. We arrive at God's best by taking God's ways. Amen. And his way, his will and his ways are outlined in the word. Now, in the previous episode, we started talking about Kenneth Hagin's healing testimony. Dad Hagin was our spiritual father for decades. And we heard over and over again and was so grateful to hear over and over again his testimony of healing because we find our help and our answers in testimonies. And so Dad Hagen, as a fifth, he was born as um, he was born with all kinds of physical difficulties. His heart was deformed. He was deformed throughout his entire chest cavity. He had an incurable blood disease, and uh, that was primarily due to he was born prematurely. And so his body, his organs did not develop rightly as they should. Uh, the medical field said no one in his condition had ever lived past the age of 15. As a 15-year-old, he becomes completely bedfast. He's given up to die. Uh, on his deathbed, as a 15-year-old, he got born again. Yes. So he has now um, 
he, he recognizes there's no help for him besides God. The medical field has done all that they can do for him. So while he's on his deathbed, he, he, he grew up attending church, but had never heard about divine healing. He did not even know that the power of God was available to heal him. He didn't even know that that was the will of God. So on his deathbed, now that he's born again, the spirit of God spoke to him and said this to him, you don't have to die at this young age. You can be healed. Now notice this. What is the Spirit of God doing? He's revealing God's will to him. It's God's will that he not die as a 15-year-old. It's God's will that he not even be sick. It's God's will uh, that he could receive healing himself. So the Spirit of God was helping reveal the will of God. But Brother Hagen then followed it up with with what he should have followed up with. He said, if I can be healed, then how? What's he asking? What's the ways? How do I come into healing? If healing is possible and available to me, how do I get there? How do I get there? And the spirit of God answered back to him and said, it's all in the book. So what is he saying? The will of God is shown in the book, but the ways of God are shown in the book. If we're interested we have to find it in the book. And we are interested. You're interested. I know you're in, That's why you're watching today. You're interested. That's why I'm here today. I'm interested. So um, in the course of reading, Dad Hagen was partially paralyzed, very limited ability to, he couldn't turn pages on a Bible easily. It would take him an hour and a half to turn a page. Um, he would go blind throughout times of the day. He would start out in the morning to where he had vision later in the day. At, well, later in the morning, really, he could only see for about an hour. And then the rest of the day, he, he just saw, uh, you know, just general forms of people in his room. He couldn't tell who it was. And so he's got a lot to deal with and a lot to get past, but the spirit of God and God did not step in and do for him. The way God stepped in was he led him. Yeah, that's good. And that's what he does to yes. all of us. He leads us yes. into truth, leads us into our part. In the course of his reading, Dad Hagen read James chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. I want you to read with me there. Because as I said, Brother Hagen did not even know that healing was available right. until the Spirit of God said, you don't have to die at this young age. You can be healed. Yes. So he gets in the book to endeavor to find how to cooperate with God. So James 5 verse 14 reads, Is any sick among you? Let him call. Let who call? The sick one. It doesn't say let mama call, let daddy call. Let the one, in other words, the one who's sick has to be interested. It can't just be loved ones interested in their behalf. They have to be interested. So is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Now the elders of the church, it, does, it doesn't just mean someone who's attended a long time. We, we could say this, an elder in the word. They, know, they, they have light and revelation because there are people who may have been in church their whole life, but they don't understand truths like this. So that's not the elder to call for. You want to call for someone who's further in, the, in God than, than you are, further in these things, further in the light of the word than you are. So let him call for the elders of the church. Let's say this, somebody who knows. Somebody who knows. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them, who the elders, someone who knows, let them pray over him 
and this is how they're going to pray over him. Number one, anointing him with oil. Number two, in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So we see three things there, anointing oil, the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith. These things are mentioned. And notice this, it'll save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. So see, man has a role and God has a role. So when Dad Hagen read this as a young boy uh, given up to die on his deathbed, he started crying because he said, God, there's no elders in our church that believe in healing. They don't even, we only ever heard healing doesn't belong to us today. Miracles have passed away. He thought this was the only way. When he read this, he thought this was the only way that he could be healed. He hadn't read the rest of the word that there are seven ways mentioned in the word that declare ways of healing. Why? Because God so desires that people receive their healing that he didn't just provide one way. He he provided seven ways spelled out in his word. And we're going to talk about those in upcoming episodes, not today, but we're going to talk to those, uh, talk about those. But, uh, God provided seven ways. Why? Isn't one enough? Yes, but not everybody can hook on with one way. So he's provided so many different levels, so many different levels of faith so that everyone can hook on at some level. That's how much God wants you to walk in your healing. Now, as I said, Dad Hagen, because he didn't know those ways, he'd never been taught. He's discovering them for himself in the Word. He found this and he started crying. He said, on that deathbed, I started literally crying because he thought that I can't be healed because there's no one in my church who believes this. I can't even call for them to come and pray for me. So Dad Hagen said um, as he was reading, he kept reading this passage over, then the Spirit of God who is the divine teacher in you, In every believer, he started listening to him. And the Spirit of God started teaching him some things about this. And he said, notice this, there's the anointing oil. He said, there's the name of the Lord and there's the prayer of faith. He said, it's not the oil that heals. It's the prayer of faith offered in the name. And he said, you can pray the prayer of faith as good as anybody else can. Meaning this, you don't have to depend on someone else to pray the prayer of faith. You can pray the prayer of faith. So what was the Spirit of God teaching him? This isn't the only way. This isn't the only way. It's not the the church elders who are the only ones who can pray the prayer of faith. Any Christian can pray the prayer of faith. And so um, that's one way of God, but not the only way. So the Spirit of God was letting him know Don't cry just because no one in your church knows this. You can do this. Then he still realized, okay, the prayer, I can pray the prayer of faith, but he just know what it was. (laughs) What is the prayer of faith? The spirit, he was reading Mark chapter five, verse 34. So go with me to Mark chapter five, verse 34, because this is what the spirit of God noted to brother Hagen at that day when he told him you can pray the prayer of faith he had read Mark chapter 5 verse 34 and the spirit of God was able to bring that back to him 
and the Spirit of God quoted to him. Mark 5, 34, when it talks about the woman with the issue of blood, remember she pressed through the crowd and touched the hem of Jesus' garment and she was healed. And Jesus said to her daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. So the Spirit of God that day said to Dad Hagen when he was on his deathbed, he said, if her faith can make her whole, then your faith can make you whole. It's not just the faith of an elder in the church. Your faith can make you whole just like her faith made her whole. So Dad Hagen said, oh, I knew that. Now I knew my faith could make me whole. My faith. Well, that's the will yes. of God, that's that your faith, yes. and that's also a way of God. Yes. Yes. That's right. Some things reveal the will and the way. Yes. Well, how are you going to be made whole? Your faith. Yes. But Brother Hagen said, back then, I didn't know how to release my faith. Right. He said, now, he said, I found out, and it's so simple, you just hide your face in embarrassment that you didn't know how to release it. But he said, I didn't know how to release right. it. I knew. He said, I would have died saying, my faith can make me whole. I knew my faith could make me whole. I just didn't know how to get my faith released. Yes. Very good. So then, so see, the Spirit of God is building the case, <laughs> helping him as his divine tutor. He's helping lead him into the light, but he's leading him through the Word. Through the Word. So at another date, he's still bedfast. He comes across Mark 11, and he begins reading Mark 11, 22, 23, 24. He gets to Mark 11, 24. And it reads, Therefore, I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Brother Hagin said, I camped on that for months. He said, I would say it. He said, I would quote this verse sometimes all night long to myself, but I didn't know how to get it to work for me. Mm -hmm. See, he saw the will in it, but he didn't know the way of it. He said, I'd say, I desire healing. That's what I desire. And he said, when I pray, believe I receive it and I shall have it. Well, see, he thought he had to wait for his body to show that it was healed for him to believe he was healed. But on a deathbed, after 16 long months of being yes. there, the divine tutor on the inside of him yes. said, yes. Amen. He, Amen. he opened up this verse to him and he said, you believe it before you see it. Uh-huh. Basically, in a yeah. nutshell, yeah. you believe it's yours before you see it show up Amen. as yours. Yeah. And Brother Hagin said, I see it. I got it. Mm-hmm. He saw in a glimpse, he caught it of what the Spirit of God, it took 16 months, not for God to raise him up, for, but for him to gain the light That's right. of what the Spirit was yeah. trying to show him for 16 months. Yeah. Amen. Why? Because he had no one to teach him. Right. He, I mean, out here, he didn't have a man to teach him this, and he had to learn, oh, the Spirit of God will teach me. Yes. So the Spirit of God showed him after 16 long months, you believe, you receive it, before it shows up. Oh, got that. And then he saw, believe you receive it. So he saw, that's how I release my faith. I believe. So he said, as he's laying there on that deathbed, I believe I receive healing. While my body's still paralyzed, 
well, my legs are paralyzed. My arms are paralyzed. He said, I believe that Jesus provided healing and I receive what he provided even before my body shows a change. See, he caught that. What, what did he find? He found out the way. He found out the way of faith. Mark eleven twenty four is the way of faith. It's the, it's the law of faith. You believe you receive. Believe you receive at the time you pray. Or Mark eleven twenty three is believe you receive at the time you say. Uh, Mark eleven twenty three is faith by saying. Mark eleven twenty four is faith by praying. But you still have to say something. And, and these two reveal the ways of God, the ways of faith. Brother Hagen found it on that deathbed. So he said, I wish to declare in the presence of God, in the presence of the holy angels that may be in this room, in the presence of Satan and any demons that may be in this room, I believe I receive my healing even while I lay here paralyzed. I believe it's, I believe he made it mine. So I take it. And when he said that, the spirit of God spoke to him and said, well, a well man ought to be up at 1030 in the morning. Make a long story short. He endeavored to th- get himself up. How's a paralyzed man going to get himself up? He threw himself across the bedposts, you know, the bed frame and just draped himself. And he raised a hand as he stood there, well, draped there, not stood there, but draped across the end of the bed. And he said, I wish to declare, I believe I receive. And when he did, the power of God hit him, top of his head went down to, through his body and he's standing up strong within 10 minutes, within 10 minutes of light coming. Yeah. See, it didn't take long for the word to work. It took long for him to find the way. But once he found the way, it doesn't take long. And I'm telling you the ways today so it won't take you long. You don't have to take 16 long months. Because he took 16 long months and taught us the way so it wouldn't take us 16 long months. It doesn't have to take you long. Once you just, once you apply the word, God, God hastens to his word to perform it, to fulfill it. And that's what he did that day. Faith. So what did he see? Say what you believe. That's how you release the faith in your heart is through the word you say and through the actions you take. So he had to say it and then he had to act. He had to get up, endeavor to, how's a paralyzed man? Get up. He dra- Jesus told paralyzed men all the time, get up and make your bed. Take your bed. He always gave them an act to take before they could make that act. And when they just endeavored to lift up, the power met them. That's what happened to Dad Hagen. The power met him. Amen. Faith is the way of God to arrive at the will of God. You can't arrive at the will of God without going the way of God. And faith is the way of God. It's the way of God. Um, But there's other things. Just think about this with the ways of prosperity. Part of the ways of prosperity, yes, there's faith involved, but you have to sow a seed. You know, you you have to, you have to, if I could say this, water that seed. There's all these, there's ways around the inheritance that's yours. Learn the ways and become skillful with them. Now I'm going to go to another section 
that's going to further illustrate this. We won't get to it all today. I say that every time. We won't get to it all today. You can't just get a, a half-baked, don't just get a half-baked meal. You're going to have to come back to the next episode and get the rest of it because I, one, one segment, I can't tell it all to you. But this one is out of Dad Hagen's book called I Believe in Visions. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that book, get hold of it. Um, it's called I Believe in Visions, and I believe there's seven major visions recorded in that book, something like that. And you say, why do you refer to those? Well, they happen to him, but they also happen to him for us. For we us. learn the way, the will yeah. of God, and we learn the ways of God. Amen in this word and in experiences that are word-based like Dad Hagen had called I Believe in Visions. There is a chapter in there that I'm going to refer to. It's called The Hospital Visitor. One of my favorite chapters in that book. There's so much in that chapter. And I'm just going to refer to a few short segments of it. Um, when Dad Hagen was 42 years old, he, uh, he fell down. And he injured his, his arm. They took him to the hospital. They had to do a procedure, not an operation, but just had to put muscles back in place. They had to put him under anesthesia to do that. So they wanted to observe him. So they said, we want to keep you for a day or two. So he's sitting up in the hospital after they had put everything back in place. And he's just having a high time, just reading his Bible. And while he's there that evening in the hospital, um, he hears footsteps coming down the hallway. He thinks it's a nurse. The door is partially open to his room. He looks up and Jesus walks in. He pulls up a chair and sits down next to Brother Hagen's bed and talks to him for an hour and a half. Open vision. Jesus came into this realm, sat down and talked with him. It wasn't a spiritual vision to where Dad Hagen was in that realm. Jesus came into this realm and sat with and talked to him for an hour and a half. I want to read to you one portion of what he said to Brother Hagen. And he was, he was addressing um, his accident that he had had, how he had fallen. And Jesus said this in that experience. He said, it is my perfect will that men and women enjoyed divine healing and divine health. Mm -hmm. Well, see, Brother Hagen was having that interrupted there mm -hmm. because he had fallen. Mm -hmm. He said, Jesus went on and said, but many are like you and living only in my permissive will. What's that mean? They're in disobedience. Yes. They're not in his perfect will. Yeah. They're, he, they're living, he'll permit them to do it, but they're not going to enjoy God's best unless we're living out his best, which is his perfect will. Yes. So again, he said, it's my perfect will that men and women enjoy divine health, divine healing and divine health, but many are like you and living only in my perfect will, excuse me, only in my permissive will or they're disobeying somewhere. Mm -hmm. For that reason, why not being in his perfect will? For that reason, difficulties have been permitted to come their way. Then he says, others are facing difficulties because they're weak in faith. Mm -hmm. right. Their faith is not strong enough mm -hmm. to appropriate the healing that belongs to them. Mm -hmm. Then others don't even know what belongs to them. Mm -hmm. Always pray for people who are sick in hospitals and under doctor's care that I will speed up the healing process for I will do that for people. Mm -hmm. 
see. Yeah. So if you ever go to pray for someone that's in a hospital, believe God for them, to, God to speed it up, yes. speed up the recovery, restore speedily. But I wanted you to see this uh, in this passage that there's three things that Jesus said why believers are not enjoying divine healing and divine health. Number one, they're in disobedience. Yeah. Yes. Number two, people don't know what belongs to them. Right. Number three, even if they know what belongs to them, their faith isn't, is weak. They don't, their faith isn't strong enough to appropriate. What's that word appropriate means? It means to lay hold of, take possession of, receive it. Uh, they're not strong enough to receive it for themselves. So um, what's that mean? He's showing us it's his will that none of his children be sick, but his way of experience divine healing is obedience. We have to obey. We can't be in disobedience. Disobedience is not a way of God. Obedience is the way of God. So that's a way that we have to make sure that we're fulfilling. Number two, uh, the will of God is that we know what belongs to us. Here, Jesus said a reason they don't receive is they don't know. Ignorance is expensive. That's true. Ignorance will cost us everything. Satan cannot defeat us. Jesus defeated him. But if we're ignorant of Satan's defeat and if we're ignorant of our victory, then the ignorance will cost us. Satan didn't defeat us. Ignorance did. Ignorance defeated. Satan can never defeat us again. The only thing that defeats us is it being ignorant of his defeat, being ignorant of our inheritance. Ignorance is expensive. It's cost many people much. It's cost them much because they didn't know. It didn't mean they didn't love the Lord. It didn't mean that they weren't faithful to church. But we have to know some things. We have to know the Word. I said we have to know the Word. Ignorance will keep us sick. If we're ignorant of the will of God, we'll be sick and stay sick. If we're ignorant of the ways of God, we'll be sick and stay sick. So we need to know His will and His ways. I invite you that when you read your Bible, read it with those two things in mind. This verse, one verse can reveal to you the will of God. And another verse reveal the way of God. Yes. Read your Bible with the will and the way of God in mind. Take a note. This is the will of God for me. This shows what he's provided. This shows how to arrive at it. An action to take. Amen. Well, as I said, you don't want to miss it next time. We didn't, we, we didn't finish that. We're going to come back to it. Uh, but until next time, remember this. Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, The Healer Divine, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. On this CD, Confessions of Healing, 
Nancy Dufresne begins to lead in confessions for healing from the scriptures, allowing time for the listener to repeat them after her. If you or someone you know is in need of healing, this CD will be a blessing to you. Order today at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual camp meeting here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California. Speakers include Nancy Dufresne, Jesse Duplantis, Jerry Savelle, and Bill Winston. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.